All right, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I know we usually start the pod off a little different, and we will do the normal intro to the pod, but I feel it's only right before we do that and joke around and have a good time that we talk about the serious shit even before the intro because it's been weighing on my heart heavily to talk about this. The Ahmad Aubrey case was tragic. This new case, the uh, George Floyd, I believe his mm-hmm. name is. The George yeah. Floyd case is, is, I don't know if you can get worse than tragic, but it was. And I just feel the need to, to say what's on my heart, that I'm going to let my co-host respond, and then we'll talk about it, and then we'll get into the pod. But first of all, how many more black people must die, white people, before you guys care, before you pay attention. If you have a friend, if you have a loved one, if you have someone you care about that is of the African-American race, then this should be important to you because all black people at this moment are scared of the cops and we've seen it could happen to anybody. And I know you're thinking at home, well, Lyndon, it doesn't happen to everybody. It, have, it, it, it happens to people who only don't listen, blah, 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 and you're stereotyping, but it's okay. Let me discuss this. I have never strayed away from my background on this podcast. You guys all know I have two lawyers as, a, uh, as my parents. Now, I was in, I just got my car. I was 16, not speeding, not doing anything. I just had a charger. And it was a black charger. I'm on the Ambassador Extension. This is the highway going towards Lafayette. I'm driving. I get pulled over because he said I didn't put my turn signal on to switch lanes. Whatever. Nonetheless, he pulled me over. He literally, as I'm putting my hands out the car to get out the car, because my mom says, get out the car, confirm. He's like, freeze, freeze. He has his hand on his gun and his taser out saying, if you step out of this fucking car, I'm going to have to stop you. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, officer, mind you, 16 years old. Didn't do a damn thing. I'm like, I'm sorry, officer, I'm sorry. I just was trying to give you my registration, whatever. He's like, wait till I call you. So I wait, we're talking, blah, blah, blah. He's like, uh, I believe I'm gonna have to search you. I said, but wait, I know my rights, whatever. He's like, look, either I can search you now or I can get a warrant because you fit the description. We've been looking for a black charge and a black man that looks like yourself. I said, well, search my car. I don't have nothing to hide. He's searching the car, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't find anything. He's like, oh, I need to get the drug dogs out here to do a more thorough search. I was like, well, look, sir, I need to call my mom. She's a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. And at that moment, his attitude changed and flipped. He was like, oh, he walks to his car. He sits in his car for about two minutes, comes back and says, I made a terrible mistake. I'm sorry. The uh, it wasn't you, it's another person, and, I, and the people have found him, they're on their way. And I said, well, sir, that seems mighty conspic- mighty, uh, mighty uh, suspicious and convenient <laughs> for yourself. Can I get your badge number? He's begging not to get your badge, his badge number, blah, 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 <laughs> because he knows my mom's a lawyer. In that situation, it doesn't matter that I was, I come from an affluent background. It doesn't matter that I don't fit the specific stereotype that you may think these people are targeting. It can happen to any black person. We've seen it happen to famous athletes. We've seen it happen to famous rappers. We've seen it happen to famous actors. Idris Elba had a police incident. I mean, how long and how many black people must die before we take it seriously? Like, I want to go through and say, say something. List of names. I should have had this up. List of names of 
Shouldn't like five cops. Okay, wow. Is there Sorry. even gonna be a list for that, bro? I feel like the end, the 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 names is endless at this point. Well, exactly. I I just want I just want to read a couple. Keith Childress, Betty Betty Jones, Kevin Martin, Michael Noel, Roy Nelson, Leroy Browning, Nathaniel Pickett, uh, Richard Perkins, uh, Jamar Clark, uh, uh, Trayvon Martin. Uh, Tamir Rice, uh, uh, Michael Brown. Um, I'm trying to see. I'm, I'm now, now, I'm, now. I got to go to another list. India Crager, Ahmad Arbery. I mean, it, the list goes on and on and on and on. Uh, starting as early as 24, Eric Gardner, uh, John Crawford the third. I said Malcolm, Michael Brown. Um, I don't want to miss the brother from Baton Rouge. I, I don't want to forget his name in here because I know that's close to home. Alton Sterling. Alton Sterling. So many people have lost their lives to this. And if you look at the situation, the man was begging for air and the cop gave no fucks on his neck. The man was subdued. At this point, what more do you have to do? He's subdued. Take his ass to jail if you're going to do it. You executed him on that street in cold blood, that is murder. That Asian cop has to go to jail because he's an accessory. The other cops who aren't even in the fucking video who watched it happen need to go to jail because they're a fucking accessory. And I know you may think, whoa, whoa, you're getting angry. I, yes, I'm angry. Black people have the right to be angry. Black people have the right to be sad. Black people have the right to be fearful because forget about the 400 years of entrapment and slavery. For these past, from 2014 till now, we have been crying out for a plea for someone to listen and has fallen on deaf ears. It is time, doesn't matter the party aisle or the party line you are on, if you care about a black person, if you care about black people, you should listen to what we have to say. And I know you may think, well, it doesn't affect me directly or whatever. You listen to black music, you watch black actors, you dress like black people. The culture, the internet culture that you live in is heavily constructed by African-Americans. So majority of the things you do on a daily basis comes from us, yet you can't listen when we are asking for us to not die by the people who are responsible to protect and serve. That's number one. Number two, cops, cops. You all need to call out your own. Stop acting like the fucking gangs you're trying to take down and be the people who our tax dollars are paying for to protect and serve. Not to protect and execute. Not to harass and badger. Not to plant evidence on. Not to shoot. Not to taser. Not to choke. To protect and serve. That is what we pay you for. And if I must be honest, all of you need to be on high alert because all of you are failing because you refuse to speak out. They, I'm not saying that all cops are bad cops, but I'm saying all cops who don't speak out on injustices are bad cops because their duty is to protect and serve the people. If you cannot be honest with yourself and call out when fuck shit happens, then you're not protecting and serving. You're covering up for a fellow member with a badge. That is number two. And number three, for us to move past this and for us to make a change, 
it can't just be black people. It has to be white people have to acknowledge this and listen to this because we have to come together to change this because if not, things will get worse. And at Minnesota, I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm, I'm condemning the people for protesting because at this point, I'm angry. Brooklyn's angry. Doom is angry. Every, all African-Americans are angry. And when you push, and when you push it, we're on animals. So it's natural. When you push an animal into a corner, at some point, they're going to either fight back or lie down. And I don't think we were trying to lie down anytime soon. And that's not me asking for violence. That's not me threatening violence. That is me just saying, how much longer must we endure the senseless killing without some sort of, of acknowledgement, uh, without some sort of help, without some sort of, we need to fix this because this system is fucked up. To people like Candace Owens, who want to just promote, oh, well, this happened during last election. Cut that bullshit all the way the fuck out. A man died in cold cold-blooded murder. Last week, they had cops that raided a black man's house, killed his girlfriend, wrong house, and he shot them, and he's up to go to jail. What the fuck is that? Ahmaud Arbery gets killed by two ex uh, ex-cop and his son, and we don't find out about it till months later. What the fuck is up with that? This is what we're talking about, white people. And like I said, this is not me slamming you. This is not me of... Uh, 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 saying threatening this not me any of that but i'm angry because this is so serious to me and the only way we can affect this is if we come together and that's just all i got y'all can take it away and we can discuss from here but i just had to get all of that off my chest before we move forward yeah and i, I definitely agree with everything you said but for the most part i, I really feel like social media just the media in general they kind of responsible for like gaslighting the whole situation. I think, I don't want to say white people as a whole, but the majority, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, the majority, even though there's, you know, a lot of people that are stereotypical, you know what I mean? Most most people are, you know what I mean? I can be at times, I'll keep it a beam. We all can. We all but, are at times. Yeah. I, I think for the most part, everybody is, in agreement with what you just said. The problem is we have to do something with the way the justice system just doesn't have any see, kind of Doom, accountability for them. I think I think with this case in particular, we see it, but go to the KTC comments. People like I think I think people our age, and I think people our age have to speak out about it so their grandparents and their moms and their dads can right. start to realize because if we just post about it and don't actually put action to it, it's going to stay the fucking same. Because if you go right. look at them KTC comments, you're going to be disgusted. Yeah, but see, I never really, like, put too much stock into that shit, because a lot of times, like, the people who, under those comments, arguing and shit, those are the people that say stupid-ass shit just so That's they true. can see 50 new notifications. Like, they just want that high of people showing them attention. You know what I mean? I don't really pay attention to those kind of people because that's just stupidity. You know, it's it's like yeah. it's a whole separate deal than racism. But I mean, just like your average, your average everyday person, they not, I don't think they feel like, oh, this is okay, that people just getting murdered in the street. It's just, what can we do to fix it? Because they've almost proven, you know, the justice system is pretty much untouchable. 
But see, I think this case shows in particular, and then I'll let Brooklyn chime in. I think this case shows when, for example, Minnesota, the white people came together with the black people in March, and that forced the mayor's hand because you got thousands of people marching on this city, and it's like, yo, we're not accepting this. They're breaking cop cars. They're doing all of this shit. And that's what, and I think that's what we need more, more solidarity in the movement when, when black people say, this is happening to us, listen and act along with us. Because if you do that, I guarantee, and look white people, if, if, if y'all just do it one time and y'all see a change, then y'all can say y'all helped and then y'all, and then y'all could get, y'all could, cause I know y'all don't like to be told y'all are wrong. It could be over. It won't have to be no more. Oh, these niggas telling us this. No, y'all helped. And then, then the next time it happens, you could be like, y'all could do all your questioning because you helped. That's the thing. If you help, you'll see. And it's like, yo, they're actually telling the truth. So, and then the next time something happens where it's a race base, y'all could be like, well, look, we help y'all. We help y'all. We listening. But y'all look out of, y'all, y'all have more room to call us out of pocket when certain things are played, certain race cards, if you actually help with serious issues. That's a whole, that's a whole nother side thing to, for Republicans to, just to consider in their mind. Brooklyn, what you got? Uh, I know this is going to sound dark, fellas. I know this is. But there's only one way that this is going to change, right? From, from listening and uh, back in my days when I was a history major, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I, I came down here and I interviewed a lot of older uh, black women and, and, and men that, you know, went to school in the segregation. For me, you know, in New York, unth- unthinkable because yeah. our grandparents in New York didn't even, it was desegregated already. You know what I'm saying? So listening to them, the only way the change happens is when we become the grandparents. And it sucks. It sucks. It really does fucking suck. But the only way this shit changes is us telling, we're going to be the ones to tell our grandkids that Twitter and Facebook and them places let a fire under the white people. You feel me? Because I don't even, as a, as a news producer, right, I didn't put, I haven't posted not one thing about the George Floyd thing. I haven't posted not one thing about the odd, the Maud uh, Auburn thing because they know why I stay. They see this black ass kid. They know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I don't need to let them know and like to, to light a fire because I feel like as soon as I try to take my platform per se, even though I'm not the one reading it, I'm the one putting it in the show. And I feel like if I put my platform in it, now I give my boss the reasoning to question me. You feel me? If you want to ask me about it, I talk about it. But as far as like me making a difference, I know the only way we making a difference is when these white people die. Because there's still the, those those older men. Did you see the Supreme Court justice? They dusty and they stay in there till they die. Which means that nothing's changing until they all dead. Which I'm sorry, Lynn. The only way we getting this change is in 40, 30, 30, 40 years. Shout out to my black sisters and brothers. Uh, I just seen uh, Southern's latest graduating class of they law students. My beautiful brown people getting their law degrees. I'm telling you, bro, when the change coming, it's coming. But but I it's, think it's a slow process, bro. I agree with you, but at the same time, it's like we gotta use, we gotta ingrain it in the minds of the people that's our age, in the minds of the people that's close to us. So when we get to that point, they're not afraid and they're not sticking to the status quo and they're not continuing their right privilege. I think at least. I just think the platform has to be used to con- continue. I don't think they, uh, I don't think, I don't think we're, um, I don't think we're being complacent to be honest with you. Cause if you think about it, right. 
Oh, we're not. We, we, can, we can name 100%. all the we can name the riots that happened in the nineties. There was probably like seven, right? We riot in every other fucking month. Pretty much. The re- and and to go back to the Minneapolis mayor, he fired them for two things. One, we losing money anyways. I don't need this headache. I don't need. I'm not paying for y'all lawyer fees. Bye. Right. And, and two, you don't want the because you don't want the public image problem because he's about to get reelected. I'm about to say that. And two, we up for reelection times for mayors and shit like that. And on top of that, you got to think about how how this looks for a city like Minneapolis. And that's another thing. And that, tourism is it something where they can afford but look, to lose? I think if right. I think if that white lady in that video wasn't in that video. And I think if white people didn't stand like they did in Minneapolis, it might be different. It might be, but I'm saying like, I feel like that's one of those, and that's where a lot of these cases that are below the Mason-Dixon line, progress isn't seen because we below the Mason-Dixon line. Like most of these parents are still racist, like versus up in, in, in the colder states, the grandparents are already progressive by this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, these grandparents still saying the hard ER. That's true. And that's why one thing I got to say, man, I, I love my girlfriend's family, just to shout them out, because my girlfriend's uh, mom actually texted me this morning. It was like, I know there's nothing I can say to, to, to ease the anger and sadness that you have, but just know that I love you and I'm here to fight with you and and you I love everything about you from you it just and I and I'm so happy with my daughter and they just always made me feel welcome and they've never made it about skin color because I've been in relationships where that was a thing where it's well, like, they always said everything was a premise with I'm not trying to be racist but yeah or, bro like be racist or, 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 or where you can't yeah. even meet the parents period like I didn't been in them situations so I know how that shit feels and it's like to have that it just shows that's like I appreciate that. And it just shows to me that there's good people out there. And that's, that's something else I want to say. I choose to use my platform to continuously speak on it because I'm not a pessimist. At the end of the day, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm an optimist. And I think that's due to two white professors I had in, in high school. Shout out to Mr. Rosen and shout out to Mr. McIntyre. They taught me philosophy through the history and they've made us had passionate discussions with Republicans, passionate discussions with people that thought different than us. And I just believe that there's two philosophies when it comes to humanity that I, that I like to discuss. And there's one that I subscribe to. One is Thomas Hobbes, the Leviathan. He believes that people are naturally evil, short, grimy, slimy, terrible human beings. And the only way you can keep them in control is through the law, through the beast of the Leviathan, eating them when they're wrong, AKA sending them to jail. He believes that we're just naturally evil and you have to have that glooming presence of something that can put you in your place to make you feel right. But I'm of the other belief of a John Lockean idea of a tabula rasa where what that means is we're a clean slate and we're taught through experiences and we're taught through uh, what we're taught and that's what makes us who we are as humans. But due to the fact that we start off as a clean slate, with enough experience and enough education, 
even someone rigid in their ways can change. And that's what Lockean philosophy teaches. And I'm a person that subscribes to that. Maybe that's the optimist in me, but I just feel that if you begin to accept and see some of these things and get past the stereotypes and, the, and, and get to know others and, and, and really put your, shoe, put your feet in their shoes, you can start to see the situations. Ask your black friends. Ask, your, ask the people that you're close to that you know that are African-Americans. Just their experiences with cops. Because I guarantee you, I've told my white friends and my girlfriend, for example, the experiences I've had with cops and she's dumbfounded. She gets upset every time I get pulled over because she knows she's never been through that. My girlfriend has done way worse shit on the road and just bats her eyes and drives the fuck away and has no problem. My white friends, I'm not going to say nobody name, had a joint in the fucking car smoking. The nigga just told him, put it out and he let him go. But if that's me, Doom or Brooklyn, we're going to jail for fucking 20 years. I don't even like having a lighter in my car, dog. No. He's talking about paraphernalia? Nothing. The uh, nigga had a joint, bro, a lit joint. What are we talking about? And, and it's just, if you care about African-Americans on any level, whether it's your entertainment, whether it's you have a friend, a brother, a loved one, put yourself in their shoes because we're hurting right now, America. We are hurting right now. We're sad, we're angry, and we're hurting. And we're asking for our human, our human brothers and sisters to just take a look at our plight and give it, some, give it some thought. Because at the same time, we have women like Amy Cooper who is calling the cops on a black man just because he's trying to tell her to do the right thing because she doesn't want to put her dog on a fucking leash. Now, if this man doesn't record this whole situation, this man is either going to jail, getting tased, or fucking dying. Am I wrong? Nope. And this man is a form... Yeah, like, you're absolutely right. You want to look into the backgrounds of certain people. This man is an editor, was a former editor at DC Comics. If you look at this, Nick, and, but that's another thing. Just because a black man might look like the stereotype doesn't mean that's a bad person. He deserves to be shot. The point is you can't judge people by how they look. You judge people by how they treat you personally. And I just think people like Amy Cooper who lie need to go and go to jail. That's the same shit as when you lie about rape. Right. So it's just, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Any, anything else y'all got to say? I, I saw Brooklyn freezed out a little bit. Oh, no, no. Uh, somebody... My sister always texts me at the wrong goddamn time. I want to send me a fucking story. But I just want to say that the, the progress is being made. The, the, the platform of social media and allowing us to see more, because that's really what, what delayed the process, is the, the, the black man in, in Virginia didn't see what happened to the black man in Savannah, Georgia 30 years ago. 30 years ago, the, the black man in, in, uh, in, in Phoenix didn't see what happened to the, to the old boy in Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Unless it was on the I news. feel like, right. But now that we can see and now we're keeping track and we have a record of what's going on, I feel like that is really what's going to push the needle. But like I said, though, everything in America is slow, baby. Unless you suck a dick, that, that, that change comes <laughs> slow. Shout out to Kim K, baby. You know what I mean? But if you're not sucking dick, the change comes slow, man. So for this, 
for the for the justice system for in, in order for something to happen and then it reflects. You feel me? Because like one 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 old lady that I interviewed, shout out to my friend Derek. She, he let me interview his grandmother. She went to school with Ruby Bridges. She told me that she she looked she looked me in my eyes and told me that I was ungrateful because she would have killed to have grown up in this era. And all I think about is I feel like I'm bringing my daughter into this world and it's a bad era. So I feel like she, when she said that, it took me back a little bit. And I'm thinking to myself, like, she's right. Progress takes time. And we push the needle far and we keep pushing. So yeah, I feel we like got, we got to keep pushing. All the That's people the that do get complacent or they say, oh, I don't want to talk about that stuff, stuff like that. We got to talk about it. Yeah, we got to keep talking about it. Because if not, then it becomes stagnant again. So no. it depends on, it, and, and like what Doom said, it really does depend on the environment. Don't argue nobody on no fucking KTC damn comments. Don't don't go back and forth with the troll on Twitter. Don't do none of that. No facts. I agree. With that's you. not gonna really change nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? Going after the trolls and shit like that. That's all that's gonna do is get you hot, and that's not gonna change nothing. You feel me? But being out there voting for what you believe in and shit like that, that is really what will help push the needle. You feel me? Yeah, black people not, not booking Al Sharpton to come sweat and yell. Facts. Like, but look, we when, when I see the these vote. black lawyers, yes, that's the local level. What is Al Sharpton doing for you? Please tell me what Al Sharpton is doing for you. Oh, yeah. Not a damn thing. Uh, Doom. And I just be circling the damn bubbles just so you can get out of there. <laughs> Doom, give us your final thoughts on this before we get up out of here. Not get up out of here, but before we start the, uh, the rest of the show. Right. You heard? Yeah. I mean, oh. y'all pretty much said everything that I feel. I just, yeah. My bad, I'm I'm lagging. No, 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 no. I just didn't know if you if you had heard, but no, we good. All right. Um, but yeah, y'all y'all pretty much hit everything that that I feel about it. I just think the main part is that we don't get complacent. You know what I mean? Excellent. And I'm glad we kind of we got like social media and everything where people, uh, we we kind of able to see what's going on, the stuff that they don't necessarily want us to see. You know what I mean? I just hope that as a people, we can not get complacent because if you let them tell it, there's no problem. You know what I mean? Fact. And that's even, my, and even that's the reason with everything that's going on. Still a majority. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, and then the thing you, the, the point you just made is the reason why I feel it's necessary that we got to speak out on this. Cause it's like, if you let them paint the picture, it's like nothing's wrong. It's like what they did with the history books. Right. Facts. So and y'all history books in the South was real fucked nope. up because I seen one of them shits. Them shit's scary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah dude, boy. you could give you, I didn't want to, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I was just saying I, I agree with you. No, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, basically, like I was saying, is if, if you let them tell it, there's no problem. And I think we gotta kind of which we've been doing a good job. I think as far as progress as a people, we we definitely starting to open our eyes and realize that shit not as sweet as we thought. You know what I mean? Which is the main part of moving the needle. You know what I mean? Like being aware that there is still a problem. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just hope that people can like take shit serious. It's so hard in the social media era to do that. You know what I mean? Because even even the president. Because they serious for like this long. Joke. 
You know what I mean? The president even acknowledged right. the shit, bro. That's the thing, but man. It's when like it's time for shit to actually happen. Yeah. Which we we living in a wild time. I'm pretty sure you're gonna you're gonna get to this at some point in the show, but uh I know y'all seen the shit where Twitter now has a button under Trump tweet that basically is like everything this nigga <laughs> say is a lie. So we putting a fact check button under this nigga tweet. Which was crazy to me. <laughs> like 2020 is wild. In in respect to this issue, I, I feel like that's kind of what we need to do as a people. Like the shit we see in the media, we kind of gotta fact check it on our own to see, you know, what's really going on. That way we know how to move and, and, and go about it. No, 100 percent And with that being said, that's all we really got on this. Now we're gonna now we're gonna uh cut to the intro music and start the pod off. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast. My name is Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy D-Wits, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang, is in the motherfucking building. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode, hold on, hold on, 140. 147, three away from the Lil Wayne <laughs> Top Albums review. Huh. 147, and I'm joined by my co-host as always. To my left, we got Mr. Brooklyn, and at the bottom, we got Doom. We already talked about all the, the sad shit for the week, but how you brothers doing? I'll start off with Brooklyn. How you doing, my brother? Shit, man. Crazy as week, but I'm doing better now, bro. Can't complain. Another day, another dollar, you know what I mean? Can't let, the, can't let the haters... Keep you down, you feel me? You gotta keep sticking, bro. Fuck um. That's 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 what we say out here. But Doom, how you doing, my brother? I'm good, man. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to deal with some tough news that I got this week. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people getting the same news. So shout out to all my people that's that's dealing with this tough shit. But got word that my job is opening back up soon, and I'm not ready to go back to work. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much because I was thinking it was something scary. I'm yeah, like, but I, I'm like, yo, what happened to do? The way he said that, I was like, yo, did somebody he know got corona? Like, this I was, is why I don't mess with people from Louisiana because y'all play too damn. I was scared. I was, I was literally like, damn. I hope my nigga all right. And he didn't even say nothing. I was like, I didn't. I was, low key, I didn't know how I was about to be react. But no, you like my girl. My girl just went back to work. So, bro, it's it's tough. I've been fucking chilling, bro. Like, chilling, chilling. A, a month ago, this nigga was like, bro, I can't just chill at my house. Two months later, my nigga found his groove. <laughs> yeah, bro. This this is the life for me, man. Gotta figure out how to escape the nine to five. That's why we gotta get this shit jumping. Just pot right. on. Yeah, oh, this would be an amazing shit. Oh my goodness. But we got a lot to get into. And I and we all we will be talking about podcasts today because. Fonte made a quote. I see my, my guy, Marcel P. Black, talking about it on IG, so responding to Fonte. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the show. But we got to start off. And I got to take an L. Because last week or two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I came on the pod and I was like, the number one female rap artist, new rap artist, is Doja Cat. Well... In the middle of the night on, I think, Friday night, Thursday night, Doom blowing up the group chat, Brooklyn blowing up the group chat. What's going on with Doja? What's going on with Doja? And I'm looking, and I'm like, whoa, Doja on white incel, anti-black anti chat rooms, showing her titties and ass, talking about Dindu Way or whatever the fuck that 
that white term that they make fun of niggas with. I don't even know what the fuck that. I ain't never heard that shit in my life. She so, deep into that shit, bro. And uh, it's her and her white boyfriend. Without doing, you know, about you and Brooklyn both know majority of this story. Uh, y'all fill in the gaps of what I missed that she did. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. They just on her ass because she don't. She she not in touch with her black side. Basically, she out here wilding. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> and I think uh, Brooklyn, would you give us what you think about the situation? And we go talk about the apology because, and then we'll talk about is she does she need to be canceled? So listen, listen, listen. First of all, this is what happens, right? When you promise the internet something and think mm. we're not going to find it. Mm. Sis, oh, if they digging up baseball and basketball players' tweets from when they was 13 and they first made their Twitter, what made you think they was not going to find your dirt? And also, I don't like the fact in her apology she want to say, oh, well, the only reason why all this is happening because these Fortnite dudes and these, and these dudes, these horny dudes didn't get what they wanted. Bitch, that still don't excuse you for what you... That's why I hate her that's fucking half, apology. That's a half-ass excuse. First, she gives her, first her publicist types up an apology. Then she goes on live and she talking. And then when we get on live, we get her true feelings because she's like justifying, making excuses. And she doesn't think it's a big deal. She's like, oh, if these Fortnite kids didn't do this. But it's like, you still did the shit and you still. And she's like, I never showed. You. I never was on race. But that I, mean, I was never on racist stuff. But they people caught you on racist Omegles and racist Skype websites like. What the fuck are you doing? And then you made a song where you saying, oh, I'm taking the word back. Bitch, you was not taking the word back. You are a troll musician where you made songs like, uh, bitch, yeah. I'm a cow. Yeah. So I <laughs> definitely believe that Dundu Hui shit or whatever the fuck that word is, was a real song. And she was, she was, she was clowning. Oh, yeah, bro. Look, look, look. And I knew something was up with her, bro. I knew there was something. That's why I kept telling you when he was talking about it. I said, nah, listen. Regardless of what you say, Megan's still a real bitch. Yeah, now, I've, I've always stood by that. And it's just something. It was just something about Doja. I tried but to I give the nerdy black weird. girl a chance. I just, yeah, I, just, I just thought she was a nerdy black girl. I was like, I was just trying to give her. A chance. I like what she was doing her energy, but she she the type of uh, black girl that's probably like telling her white boyfriend, "Ooh, let's do the slave master slave reenactment role play porn shit." Doom, I want to let you get your joke off what you said about her boyfriend because I don't want to take it from you because that's your. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. I seen um that was some shit. Somebody tweeted it and then it yeah. went viral. But they said her dude looked like fucking white with the uh, from the uh, office. What's what's that girl name? Meredith. <laughs> Meredith, bro. When he had that Meredith wig on, yeah. And, uh, twins, my nigga. Twins. She clowned herself with that shit, bro. Cause she's she way too bad for that. Love who you love, but that's crazy. <laughs> like at least in them hashtags, bro. Come if on, you man. want a white dude, at least date in your weight class. Don't date under your weight class. I don't yeah. care who you love. You can love an Asian or Mexican white. I'm I'm not like them niggas on the internet who get on every black person for dating outside their not me. I could do your thing. Love who you love. Love is love. But at least date in your weight class. That's all I'm saying. Like get somebody that's equivalent to your looks. Cause that nigga is ugly. He looked like a school shooter, bro. When I saw and, him for the first time, I said, "Yo, why he look like a school shooter for, bro?" Like, and that's the and that's the and that's the girl that's busting her ass back, saying, "Oh yeah, give it to me, master. Go ahead, give it to your dirty slave." <laughs> like, you know she doing that shit, bro. Oh like, man, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> she she Yo. she having roots porn uh parodies in her in her crib. <laughs> like, oh, I'm a I'm a run away if you don't catch me, catch this ass. <laughs> That's crazy. I really hope she's not doing that shit. 
But what's crazy, if I found out that she was, I wouldn't even be, be surprised. surprised. Yeah. At this point, yeah, nah. At this point, I'd be like, add it to the list. She's done. Okay, so is she canceled, in your yes. opinions? She's done, bro. In my book, yeah. Do I think the world is going to cancel her? No. I think she lose her black supporters, though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was a lot of us. Definitely, definitely the black dudes. She lost a million people. She lost a million followers on her IG the day after it happened, and that's why she put out. And that's another thing. She wouldn't have put the apology out if she didn't lose a million followers. Yeah. Bro, did you see? Attraction is real. Yeah. Did you see the nasty PR run she had? Like, where everything was just extra black. She came out with her natural hair that we've never seen her with since she dropped. She had her natural shit out. Everybody was clowning her forehead. Yeah, she, <laughs> she looked like Sheen. But I said, they said, they said she looked like Sheen from Jimmy Neutron, but I said Sheen like black people. Sheen was piping up Libby. <laughs> Do- Doja Cat does not like black people. <laughs> oh, shit. And then she's South African. She's... Brooklyn, how you feel about this? Because you, you, you're from Caribbean descent. Like, you from... And I got a, I got a friend, actually, and that, that was the thing, too, when I saw it. And then it made me think because my friend is South African. Shout out to my dog, Romano. He's South African. He came here when he was five, right? His parents think they white. Mm. They look like Lyndon. Mm. And they think they white. And like, you can't tell them differently. <laughs> like, they dead brainwashed, bro. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Y'all black. Yeah, like, your hair is nasty. Like, I'm looking at him like, look. Your hair look like what? what you talking about? You don't does, he, white hair? does he acknowledge he black? But see, that's that South yes. African apartheid shit. That, like, and I don't know. that's what he I said, though. He said because they were like, when they came to America, he was the youngest one. So he didn't absorb none of that stuff because he was five. He's like, but they, you know, they 35, 40 years old when they came over here. So you can't tell them nothing. They white. You're crazy. Till the cop pull their ass over, then they're going to be black. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never understood that mentality because I know people like that. I, I, we used to get one of my boys shit. He's a real cool dude, good dude, bro. One of these dudes I was in the military with. But he's he Creole. Nah, what's crazy is, dude. I wouldn't say he dark skin, but he way too dark to <laughs> think he white. Nothing else. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? But in his mind, bro, he was not one of us. You know That's what I mean? Great. You don't want to be associated with nigga shit. Like, if you did something that was, like, some black shit, he ain't want no part of it, bro. Like, That's if you crazy. got in the car and you start playing rap a little too loud, turn it down, bro. He didn't want nobody to see him <laughs> partaking in no nigga activities. I'm just like, yo. He wouldn't even try to eat no fried chicken, bro. He said, get that away from me, bro. Wait, right. no. What you doing with that, bro? Bro, I love being black. That's why I don't get, like, what? Well, it's not an issue. Like, what's like? It's just your skin color. You're still a human. Like, fuck it. Right. Like, and, and especially when you're gonna you're gonna deal with the shit we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. Regardless, you might as well enjoy the perks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, shit. bro. Yeah, I can jump high. I run fast. What the fuck? Right. I love basketball. I love fried chicken. I love Kool Aid. But right. at the same time, I still love Japanese shit. Like, you can be a multifaceted human. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Like, be yourself, bro. But, like, embrace everything about yourself. That's the thing. You shouldn't be ashamed of parts of yourself. That's crazy. Nah, bro. That's a mental, that's a mental condition. You feel me? And, and I think that is what people are going to try to say. And that's probably why I got to take Doomside a little bit. That the internet may not cancel her because they're going to say, 
oh, she's dealing with some mental issues right now. The, 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 the fast rise to fame is, is, you know, fucking with her head. Bro, she tweeted that. She was doing that when she was 17 years old. Get the fuck out of here. That's, why, the, she gonna, that's why she lost so many followers. Because like, at this 12? point, it's like, there's and my no thing excuse. Is, can we talk about this? How in the hell? I, I get it if you're Tom Brady's age, if you Mike Tyson age, if you Eddie Murphy age. But how I, I'm so sick of people under 30 who mess up the internet. I don't get it. I, unless, unless my school was special and unless like I, we just got taught that, but I, I'm pretty sure our generation got taught whatever the fuck you put on the internet stays there stays for life. The like, yeah, like what the fuck is she do? Like what compels her? And then she used her real name. Compels. Like what the fuck <laughs> compels you to do that? Keep that shit on the low. If, if anything, like, do your shit, private history, private search. Nigga, you, you ain't never heard of that fucking shit. What are we talking about? Keep that, keep your shit off the internet, dumbass. That is a fact, bro. See, but there, there is like, cause I'm sure bro, like if let's say this podcast was to just be the number one podcast in the world tomorrow. I gotta delete my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, bro, no there, cap, I gotta delete that. There's a lot of shit that I got that I know would be, you know, a little wild. I'll but at none. least <laughs> ain't nothing like that. Like that's why I'm like, there's no excuse for that. You the gay culture saying? gonna cancel me. They gotta, I gotta delete my Facebook. The gay culture gonna roast <laughs> me if they get back to 2011. You better, go, you better go take care of that nigga. I might have to edit this out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to delete that. Nah, that was different. That was the rise of like. That's what Dave Chappelle was talking crazy. You feel me? So like, I get, I, I get it. it. We, cool. we, I thought it was cool. You feel me? But now, but look, I'm glad my Twitter had erased itself, so I had to start a new one. So ah, they can't catch me with that. But my Facebook, no. No, my Twitter is wild, my but Facebook, I ain't never no. said nothing crazy. But I ain't never. Most of my shit is like heart. retweets and like. Yeah, shares. I just say jokes. So like, yeah, they're not gonna be able to like really pinpoint it to me. I'm like, I thought it was funny. It might have been a little dark, but it was still funny. This nigga is stupid. Like Juicy Smoothie, like he he got he got canceled. Oh, oh he yeah, he got he it. Can't be mad at me. They can't be mad at me for that. Like he already got canceled. <laughs> we went in on Jussie ass. Pause. A big pause. <laughs> wow. See, look, now they gonna cancel you. Talk about juicy like yeah. that. Oh no, nah, nigga. I got smooth. Chill out, nigga. Cause I got huh, my shout out to my nigga Spencer Como. He work at Albertsons. My nigga come to my defense. That's a gay dude, and we cool. That's my nigga. Yeah, I bet he do come to your defense. <laughs> look at you. Like, look at look at where you take it. That's not even funny. I'm not gonna even oh, say nothing about that because that's canceled. my nigga. You you getting canceled, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they not canceling. Shout out to the, yeah, shout man, out to the, man, sh- man, the gay community get all the support, bro. That's, That's a fact, bro. That's Let a fact. Here talking with no accent, you gonna be tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, uh, but speaking of, you said something about Dave Chappelle. Uh, are we sure? I do this segment on Bros Who Binge where I ask, "Are we sure about certain things?" So I'm asking, "Are we sure Azalea Banks piped down Dave Chappelle? Are we sure?" Because she came out and said. She was piping Dave. I don't know if I believe it. She need a straitjacket at this point. If she say anything else that's off the wall, I'm calling. I'm calling her publicist. I'm calling her PR person. Look, if they give me her mom number, I'm calling her mom. She's bugging. All right. I don't know what. What is she even doing at this point, bro? Like her, her, her game plan to get mentions and and be just fucking dudes. <laughs> it's just it's strange to me. Like she why fucked you Elon Musk and she told everybody about it. Now she's telling everybody she fucked Dave. I just I just don't believe Dave was fucking Azalea. <laughs> Dave got a beautiful Asian wife. I don't believe it. I'm not no a, way, black no men don't cheat. 
<laughs> yeah. No way, no how. I don't think. And if you would, not a value. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, look, she's gonna have to cancel me. I don't care. Dude, if dude I'm gonna cheat, it ain't gonna be her. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Banks. I don't want that. Why does Azalea uh-uh. seem like a, seem like another black girl who would do the shit that we said about Doja where she'd be like, ooh, master, telling Elon That's Musk. She, she got the vibes. You know what Azalea makes me of? Yeah, Elon. Whip me, Elon. Whip me. <laughs> Y'all remember that? that we all in this episode. Who, uh, who was on Dr. Phil? That uh, that was like, I'm not black. And she was dark as me. She oh, was like, I'm yeah. not black. That's Azalea Banks. I don't got time for That's her, bro. Exactly. At this point, I don't listen to her. Like, no. Why? Every I time she's li- trending, I'm like, why is she trending again? Bro, I haven't, I haven't gave a big, I haven't listened to Azalea Banks seriously since that time she was on the Joe Budden podcast. And even then, yep. when I was listening to what she was saying, I was like, I oh, this bitch, she is, was crazy. this bitch is crazy. Yeah, I'm like, yo, she's nuts, bro. Like, I'm, I'm in the car listening to it. I'm like, what? Hold up. Gotta, I had to hit the had to hit the uh rewind 30 seconds real quick. Like what, yeah. what the fuck she just Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, nah, this girl's nuts, bro. And then oh, after yeah. that, I'm like, I can't with her no more. I can't, bro. Oh, she wildin', bro. She she is big time wildin'. But let's get to another rap artist that's wildin'. Bro, Gunna doing whippets on, on IG Live. Doom, what is going on with your boy, Gunna? These <laughs> niggas be tripping, bro. I'm I'm tired of these little junkie rappers, dog. I can't wait till we move out of the phase of that shit. Caught him, him straight up a junkie. That's crazy, though. He said, said little junkie rappers, right? He's saying they're all junkies. And he's what right. So? 99% of them is. Yeah, bro. most Uzi, definitely. Oh, yeah. uh, Gunna, def- Lil Baby, the worst. Lil Baby definitely be off them perk 60s. Bro, bro, I know y'all be seeing on Twitter when they post like <laughs> from these niggas' interviews, bro. When he be like, he can't even talk, bro. No, bro. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> he can't even talk. Like, son really have, like, a drug problem, bro. Like, oh, they bad. Intervention or some shit. <laughs> Definitely. Nah, he, no, no, no. Deadass? He deadass need an intervention. Like, for real. Like, the, real shit. Like, baby no looks bad. No he looks bad. Aside. Like, yeah. nah, like, deadass. He look bad. Like, when of y'all all of them, I'd be, like, looking at him, like, that Breakfast Club interview was bad where he was, he, he just didn't even know what he was talking about. And Charlamagne tried and, and, to help him. Charlamagne <laughs> throwing him oops, and he's just dropping every single one. And then you can, you can look at Evie on the other side like, like what is nigga talking oh, about? He was, talking about. He was fidgeting with the water bottle the whole time. Yeah. Junkie tendencies. Like, what, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> he can't keep still. He was like. <laughs> and this, these are the niggas that's like number one on the charts and shit. <laughs> I just don't understand it, bro. I don't understand it. But look, I got to say, DJ Booth hypo- hypocritical because DJ Booth took down his their genius article of him. And they said it's because the genius was calling him a generational talent and they don't want to promote drug use. But it's like, y'all, y'all the same company that said Future's addiction is killing him, but we love it. Yeah. Y'all, y'all made that article. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all like, the same niggas. Like, it's so hypocritical. Stick to your guns. Ra- yeah, stick to just, your guns. Like, like I said, Future's... Future's drug addiction was killing him. Yes, yes. He might have stopped, but it, it was. But it was fire, though. You feel oh. me? Chance the Rapper stopped, and he's trash now. Guess that's what? Make yeah, me the shirt. Chance. Put, put Chance back on, back the on drugs. drugs. Yo, we should make that a part of our merch. Get Chance back they on They're going to cancel me after this. <laughs> we need to ship this nigga some acid ASAP. Now. <laughs> Not playing with him. So he can get his cocoa butter kisses ass That's back what I'm saying, bro. Bro, that, that nigga made a beautiful song. Bro, acid rap legit 
is in the top. It's definitely in the top ten, but I could argue Acid Rap is a top five mixtape of all time. That's a fact. Like, that like from front to back, that, that I was, was a say, great it project. Just, it just, it just flow into one another and shit like that. The fact, and you know, it's another thing that just like blows my mind because I was listening to it the other day, and I was also listening to uh to Kids Mac Miller's uh you know his his, album, his mixtape when he's seventeen. I'm thinking to myself like, what have I done with my life? That I can't sit back and go, man. When I was seventeen, I made a masterpiece. Like, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? It's okay. Twenty five, we making content. So like, twenty five, twenty four, we. Somebody passed me the drugs. Yeah, at least, at least not no whippets though. At least we didn't start start doing this pod at twenty eight, because then we would be on Jay Z shit, Jay Z time. I don't know how them niggas be right at twenty. Like, yeah. yeah, So everybody got the old time, and Oprah didn't get her first show till she was forty. So facts. So hey, that, that was that, old bitch. Everybody on their own time, but uh, what else I wanted to say? Uh, y'all got anything else on this gunner shit? <laughs> Cause I don't really got nothing. Nigga, get help, gunner. Just, go, just smoke some weed, bro. That's go watch the Stevo doc, bro. Stevo taught us why you should never do whippets. Like, go look at Stevo. Stevo ass was fucked up for years. Hey, and you know and they Steve-O's know still these things twitching. already. The thing is that they know these shit, right? They know this shit. They like. See, they I, know- I, I don't think they do. I think. A lot of these kids who start taking drugs don't know the concept. Don't I think these kids don't understand what the word withdrawal means? But but like they, even they, that though, like how long has it been since we lost Pimp C and these niggas is still drinking lean on a daily yeah. basis? But see, how many problem, more of them? Like the it's not like the is, young ones is different, but like how long has it been? And look, I'm not I'm not championing any of this shit, but I'm gonna just say what Paul Wall said because it's true if you look at it. Paul Wall said, if you just drink lean, you will not die. You may have liver problems when you get old, but you will not die. The problem is, is when they mix the lean with the Xanax, mix the lean with the, the uh, fucking cocaine, when they, when they start mixing all these, dr- like, Juice World yeah. taking 70-something pills while drinking. Like, bro, you can't do it. Like, had, he got enough drugs. He had enough drugs to, to support uh, a small gang. He should have right? just took his, like, can we talk about this now? And, I, and look, this is no disrespect to Juice, but Juice should have just took his lick. He should have just went to jail and took his lick. Yeah. Facts, bro. It's not worth your fucking life. I'm sorry. Not at all. My, my thing is, why the fuck is your crew got 50 to 100 niggas? And nobody stopped you. took the L farm. Exactly. Why I got to be the nigga that's making the most money to take Why I got to be the most valuable but, person? But even, yeah. but look, Doom, on top of that, why y'all going to let him and sit and watch him take these fucking drugs? Like, yeah. <laughs> my nigga, you took once I saw once I would have saw that nigga take more than three. I'm like, bro, whoa, yeah. what is going on? You need to stop. <laughs> but you see, what it is is though. What I'm thinking too is, I feel like maybe one or two people were trying to say something, but the overwhelming majority were saying, "He's fine, bro. He's fine." <laughs> yeah. And you know when that happened, you just gotta back off, bro. Because if they about to fight you for it, I'm like, all right, fine. That, <laughs> I bet they wish they would have fought for it. That's what y'all want, fine. Cause now y'all boy dead and that shit is not, that shit crazy. But yeah, Gunner, man, do better, bro. Cause you, you're a very talented guy. Doom, I know you listened to the album. What you thought of Gunner album? I didn't listen to it. That's why I didn't say we should review it. But I heard from multiple people that it was not good. It's, it's kind of how I felt about future shit. Like it was oh, okay. it's, typical it's average. Gunner. Mm-hmm. Typical Gunner. So like, if you were a Gunner fan, you gonna get what you expected from the album. But for me, it's just kind of like his sound getting tired. But you that's what, I mean? what I, that's what I was about to say. Don't you want more from him? This is sophomore album. Like we judged Uzi very harshly, and yeah, like Gunner. And, and, and I judge Gunner the same way. I, I think Gunner even more harsh because I never saw the potential that I see in Uzi. Facts, I no. think 
got the capability to be a top tier artist. But he, he is a top tier artist going off sales and shit. But he could be, but he could be a legit top tier artist with yeah. content. Yeah, no, yeah. I know what you're saying. One hundred. Brooklyn, you listen to the Gun album? I did not. Yeah, because I, as a DJ, those are some of the most requested songs, and I don't even need headphones to mix them songs in because they all repetitive as fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, gonna please, I change the song, and nobody in the club even know I changed the song. Yeah, it's he, I'm like, damn, nigga. Gonna look like, and I'm gonna I'm say this now Gunna and Lil Baby are reminding me of Rich Homie Quan and Young Thug. I knew you and was I gonna think, say Rich Homie Quan. I dog. think Lil Baby is gonna be the thug of the group, and I think Gunna is transitioning into this Rich Homie Quan falling off point. Because Drip Too Hard, yeah, that was his chorus, but Baby really made that song. That's a fact. Like, Baby really put the, put the sauce on it. And Lil Baby taking these perk 60s for a reason. That's why his music's so good. <laughs> Gunner has doing whippets. No wonder why you get trash music. Nigga, you're doing whippets. That's crack. You got money for any drug you want, and that's the shit you choose, my nigga. Nigga Come choosing on, whipped cream cans. Like, what oh the fuck? God, <laughs> Listen, why are you doing drugs like you broke, nigga? That's Midwest. What's wrong with you? That is, that is Midwest 15 to 25 year old white people shit. That's what nice. that is. Midwest nonsense. That nigga clowning. Doom right. Look at his drug of choice. That nigga is whack. <laughs> that, that tell you all you need to know about gun, man. That ass. But uh, before we get to our big two discussion points, Doom, I want you to get into it because you said you want to talk 6 9 We didn't do it last week, so I'm going to let you. You wanted to, re- to rebuttal to the pod that it was just me and Brooklyn on. Oh, man. I mean, now it's kind of late. It ain't really going to hit the same, but I'm still supporting my nigga 6 9 man. Crazy. And by support, I mean, I mean, Street. listen to his music. Streets while is I'm done. See, but my thing is 95% of the rap game is just fake shit. It's literally just fiction. You know what I mean? So why, why are we surprised when it come to light that it's fiction? But you know I know, I mean? okay, like, but... It was like the same shit with Ross when he rapping all this, I'm a drug kingpin gangster nigga, and then he was a cop and we canceled him, and then he went on to drop platinum albums after. But let me say this, they said Ross was a corrupt cop. Does that change anything? They say he was like a corrupt... He was a correctional officer. Don't yeah. even give him that much credit, they, man. They said he was, he was selling <laughs> drugs in the jail. But look, Doom, I know you are a man of integrity. Do you agree with what he did? He's not a civilian. So if you play by them codes, you gotta stand by them codes. Facts. And, yeah, I do agree with that to some point, but then I feel like we knew who he was, though. That's true, too. You know what we I mean? Did. It's like, yeah, I, don't, we I don't think there was nobody that genuinely believed he was just some kind of savage-ass gangster nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, true. We, we knew who he was, so it's kind of like, my whole thing is, people, people give him shit, well, it's like, oh, you shouldn't have dipped into that life if he wasn't trying to play by the rules, but it's just like, if there was millions of dollars on the table, people kind of lose their sight on what their values are. Hell, it's, it's bitches selling news for $2.50. Come on, man. Like, $2.50? We can't judge this man. We, 
No, I'm judging him. I'm not letting you do that. Let the OnlyFans girls get their money, man. Fuck that. Fuck that rainbow hair nigga, bro. They change it. They charge more than two fifty, man. Come yeah, on, they man. charge. No, they charging. They charging twenty dollars for a shot of ass with some with a thong on in Kwan. They're not even giving niggas the shot of the cooch. They charging. They niggas, right now. They charging man. niggas fifty dollars just for an ass on a fucking countertop in front of their bathroom that they that they put on IG. Bitch, who you who you playing? But that's why we're gonna get a real OnlyFans girl up in here and tell us tell us about all these fake holes out here. We want the tea. That's gonna be a good episode. Too. <laughs> I got so many questions. So many that's gonna questions, be sensational. Uh, I can't even front it. It's and it's actually fight. happening, ladies and gentlemen. That that is coming. But yeah, dude. I mean, look, I ain't mad at you for listening to that nigga music. If you fuck with it, you fuck with it. I ain't mad at you. I'm not mad at you, but I'm judging you. I'm judging him a little bit too. I I, I accept that. <laughs> I can understand. I can understand why people feel that way. As long as you know, because like as I'm, long as you can accept it, and I'm a real nigga, I'm a real nigga, and I tell you that to your face, because you my nigga. I'm, I'm judging hey, a little bit. I, I, I accept that. I'm saying when I'm when I'm on the bench press and I need them three extra reps, you and going to Gooba? Not really doing it, bro. That Gooba, that Gooba gonna get it done. It's gonna this, get it done. This nigga's stupid, bro. It's gonna get it Dumb, done, yo. <laughs> we really climbing this episode. All right. <laughs> Let's get, uh, I, I want to do the serious conversation last, like the Fonte shit. So I want to ask y'all, how do you feel? I'm going to start with you, Doom. How do you feel about the spending time with your significant other when y'all live together? And I mean like this, y'all with each other all day, and then you're trying to play your game, and then your girl comes say, turn that shit off. We ain't spend no time together. Bitch, we live together. <laughs> that is the fact. That's, that's always tough, too. Cause normally when you get that, when they when they tell you that shit is to do some shit that they know you don't want to do. You know what Ask. I mean? So then, then you pick that tough decision. <laughs> Am I gonna give in, or do I want to have the next three days be miserable? Cause you That's know it's true. gonna start that that whack ass argument, especially in quarantine. When niggas get mad and there's nowhere to go, <laughs> you just stuck being mad. Like I that. go get in my car That's and drive. Fact, <laughs> That's a fact. I'm going to the gas station, get something to drink. <laughs> I just drive. <laughs> and you better come back with something for her to drink, bro. Oh, facts. No, 100%. Bro, at the start of quarantine, I didn't do that. And I got chewed the fuck out. Bro, I swear, if I go to the gas station and I get something, I better have a Snapple apple, a blue cool blue Gatorade, a, a, a fruit punch sun kiss, whatever it may be. I better have one of them fucking drinks with me. Oh, I can't come not, home. That argument is gonna just escalate. Oh, okay, so you left, bitch, and you ain't gave me nothing to drink. Now my thing like, is, now it's World War Three. I think in quarantine you gotta set time. Like for example, at least with me and my girl, so she know. I'll say like, all right, tonight's date night, or tonight we watching a movie together. If I don't say something like that, then we just cooling. Like I'm doing my thing, you doing your thing, but I make sure to not have that that problem that I set these these specific nights for us to do something because but even then I still get slack like yo let's do something but it's like yo I'm trying to I'm trying to play my game like I'm trying to play I'm trying to play 2K I'm I'm in the middle of winning a championship <laughs> game 7 and you yeah. want to watch a movie right now <laughs> right now <laughs> it's, it's the second Quarter. I'm about. I'm on pace. And that's the thing. A triple double. I got no turnovers. And you want me to? You want me to stop? I got no turnovers. It's in the middle of the game. Game seven. When they want to do like, why you didn't ask me when I was in game one? (laughs) Like, 
you 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 waited till the most inopportune. Oh, like dude, when me and you be playing Warzone, right when right when a nigga drop, that's when you wanna ask. Right. Oh, let's do something. Right. Like, bro, bitch, the game just started. You know what's crazy, bro? I don't know if y'all fortunate enough to have girls that play video games. No, God no. My, my girlfriend just plays girl, Sims. Right. So he said, my problem count. is. My my girl, she don't understand the concept of I can't pause this online game. Like, oh, facts. No <laughs> you know what I mean? So like I'm always being an asshole. She like <laughs> called me to go do something. I'm like, yo, give me a second. And she's like, yo, that was 10 minutes ago. I'm like, yo, this war zone take a little minute. We, yeah, this, we, this is a 30 right minute now. process. <laughs> yo, it's, it's real. And, and she don't understand. I can't just pause the game and go do some shit. <laughs> Because then I'll lose. It's like, look, don't ask. If you see me in the process of doing something, nine times out of ten, I can't pause it unless I'm playing a story mode and you don't know the difference. So it's like, just wait till I either beat this level, beat this game, or die, and then I'll do whatever the fuck you need me to do. Jesus. Because, bro, and then the thing is, me and my girl, my girl, I told her to get Sims for her computer, but she was like, no, I want to see it on the big screen. So she got Sims for the PlayStation. And that's a whole nother argument how we gotta we got my PlayStation and then yeah we gotta shut up we gotta shut a PlayStation but but I'm not gonna even lie she don't even be doing me like that but there's some days where she like no I'm playing Sims all night and I'm like bro you yeah you should have bought I, I one from the crackhead you know Pookie got them he got them PlayStations for like I should have got for twenty five bro come on dog Pookie get anything you need I think I might get a, get her a Nintendo Switch soon. Cause she need her own system, <laughs> and that way she yeah. can have the switch and play it in her hand handheld. <laughs> Don't yeah. even have to go on the TV. <laughs> if, if she, anything like my girl, bro, that would be set up for disaster. Cause my girl <laughs> could spend an entire day just building a house. We ain't even get the Sims in the crib yet. They ain't oh! even they start moving around yet. She ain't get a job yet. The whole day done went by. <laughs> Wait, Doom, you are my nigga. I literally sit there and argue. You don't play the damn game. You just design fucking houses. What the fuck are we doing? I'm not playing with y'all, right? I'm not playing with y'all because they gonna come for me, right? Because the people, my people that actually listen to the pod with me, right? On a on a week to week basis. That's what they do, bro. I'm not saying no names. All women. They don't understand that there's an objective to these fucking games. Right. <laughs> and they don't do the fucking objective. They just create people in their lives, give them clothes, and design houses. That's right. <laughs> that shit is so frustrating looking at my girl build a fucking house. That's why I go upstairs. I can't watch that shit. <laughs> like, I'm, wild. I don't I don't know if you ever played the Sims, but it's like night and day how like women play the Sims and how niggas play the Sims. <laughs> Yo, but we already Nigga, I was getting crazy. I was fucking. I was a drug dealer. I was taking a dough off that bitch, starting a fire so they couldn't get out and shit. Doing wild shit, bro. That's how I play the film. Fuck building this house. I built a I built a house in like in like three minutes, bro. Like, I buy a it. pre-made. No, not yeah. even that. I buy a pre-made house. I'm not right. buying that too. That too. I'm not right. sitting here building a fucking house. That's how I'm out. I, That's I the let best my part. I let my girl play GTA. <laughs> Her ass took 20 minutes to kill somebody. I'm like, oh, what are you shit. doing? She's like, I gotta just drive around. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Y'all don't, women don't play video games the same way as men do. And that's no disrespect to the lady gamers out there, because I know y'all game super, super hard. So I'm not talking about y'all, but just girlfriends who play video games, it's the worst thing to watch. The worst. The worst. I can't believe dude just said my life. Like, I thought that was just me. <laughs> I hate watching them houses get built, bro. That's just whack, bro. I hate I'm, it. I'd rather watch. Paint, paint dry. dry. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible, bro. I rather Why watch do I have to see it? Like, oh, uh, shit. I'd rather I'm watch golf. Like, yeah, no, bro. I go upstairs. I'm like, I can't watch this shit. And then didn't want to tell you everything they built. And it's like, I'm not trying to look at that fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yo, I'm getting my ass beat probably after this vlog. We, we getting canceled <laughs> and you talking mad shit. You got to act pink and press. Oh, that's nice. I like that. So, oh, I, I, I like how you matched the. Uh, that, I'm that glad you is. said it, dude. I couldn't say that out loud, but that's true. Okay. All right. Dude, dude, you want to throw a little sauce on it? You should be an interior designer. I like that. Yo, I was gonna say that earlier, but I was like, you know what? They gonna come for me, bro. Uh, I'm on it. I can't do that. I'd be, be like, damn, bitch, you is Martha Stewart. Oh, but I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I work for Ralph Lauren and shit. I ain't gonna see you, baby. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, you, you should be an interior designer. <laughs> no, nigga, we stupid. Oh, shit. All right, for, for the last convo we got before we get to the world premiere and bros who ball. And shout out to this week's world premiere is Hastic. He has a new song called Energy. We will get into that after this, con- this topic right here. But Fonte posted a question on Twitter. He's questioning because Joe Rogan got a hundred million dollar deal with podcasts and everything. He's, he believes that artists should start asking, should they get paid for going on podcasts? And look, I'm the first nigga to say, fuck no. If I didn't pay someone like Jason Whitlock, who has half a million followers on Twitter, if I didn't pay someone like Joy Taylor, who's on a nationally syndicated television show that has millions of f- fans, if I didn't pay someone like Chris Broussard, and the list goes on and on, I'm not paying a rapper. I'm sorry. I'm not. I refuse. But I don't charge you. See, there's platforms that charge you to come on a platform. I'm not charging you. The thing is, this is a bene- the way I look at podcasts is beneficial for both parties. Right. You, I introduce you to my fans. You introduce... Uh, you, you introduce us to your fans. And that's the, the agreement we have. And I saw uh, Marcel Black, shout out to him, shout out to homie, he came on the pod. He was saying that artists should demand more money for their streams from Spotify, being that Joe, Joe Rogan got a million dollar deal. But my thing is, a hundred million dollar deal. But my thing is this, Joe Rogan is bringing uh, over a five million, over five million people a week to listen and watch his podcast on Spotify. You artists are barely bringing in 50,000. Like in your career, so you literally I, took the words right out of my mouth. Like, that's what I'm about to say. Go, it's not comfortable. You want to be mad at somebody? Be mad at your damn record label. All right, you broke because of them, not me. Why you yeah. mad at me for? What you what you what you want like, my money for? Like, look, Joe Rogan is doing the damn thing, and I support all of that. But these artists are not getting paid to come on a podcast, dude. Being that I used to be an artist, but you're you're currently an artist, and you you're a producer. You're heavy in this. How do you feel about this whole situation? Artists definitely not. For sure, no way, no how should they get paid. Like I feel like, why would you get paid for the opportunity to advertise your music to millions of people? Mm-hmm. Why would I pay you to do that? You know what I mean? Like that's just backwards to me. Especially like somebody like Joe Rogan, 
Absolutely not. Now, they should pay like, him. Right, exactly. Even even people like like the biggest people in the world. We talking like the Elon Musk of the world. Like Elon go on Joe Rogan Pot, he talk about what new shit Tesla doing and the stock price go up 10%. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, there's even benefits for Elon to sit down and talk with Joe Rogan. Why, why would he pay you? Yeah, why would and, he and, pay him? and why would Spotify upgrade this like the street like Bro, it's so dumb. They had a whole like, update after he signed it. Like, how my like, phone tell me I got an update right after my boy? Oh yeah, because you about to like, come on, because like, you about to be able to watch about? Joe Rogan pods are being off of YouTube. They go Spotify is about to have a vodcast, like a video cast on Spotify. That's that's, that's gonna that's, be so hard. bro. That's gonna that's be lit. Saying, like, but these, uh, these rappers is tripping. They just you know what that is? That's jealous, hating ass. Yeah, and look, and look, and Fonte said it like, well, they should use their own platforms to start talking. It's like. Y'all could do that, but I guarantee it won't work. nine times out of ten, you artists aren't as entertaining as you like to believe. Because I interview a lot of y'all. Some of these, some of y'all should work. But these niggas is dry, bro. But some of y'all are just dry and just make good music. Y'all don't have no personalities. And that's why, if you see, I work with two artists that I think aren't like that, Doom and Krissa. They, they're the ones that could do that. But for every Doom and Krissa, there's 17 niggas who can't talk on or can't talk on a microphone. What's his name? Uh, the 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 Vlad TV interviews, bro. I remember when we used to watch those in high school, bro. I, the reason why I started watching most of them shits is because yo, most of them rappers, bro. It was like Vlad was like pulling teeth, bro. It yeah. was terrible trying to get them niggas it's to trash, talk. Trash, bro. Like Migos. Have you ever heard of Migos interview? Listen, why if would I want to listen Migos, to Migos talk on a podcast? You do not want to listen to you don't you don't want to listen to Takeoff, bro. Like first of all, if you he is for every Quavo, there's there's 15 takeoffs, my nigga. And that's what I'm saying. Look, I gotta apologize to Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne's show is not a long show. He has a bunch of different guests, and it's more so he is facilitating the guests talking. I think that works for Wayne because Wayne can use his little bit of knowledge and then let the guests mainly dominate the show. And he has yeah. good guests. But that doesn't work for everybody. Wayne's a people person, and it's like you could try doing a podcast, try it. But I guarantee... Do it, baby. Do your thing. It's not as easy as it looks to come on here and talk for two hours. It's not. Like, yeah, we do yeah. it, but it's not as easy as it looks. And you got to be entertaining. And it's like, my thing is this. If you want to be a master at something, master one thing first. Master your music first. If you got your music mastered, then let's, then let's put... But if, if you still, if you still struggle to get... heads today. A thousand God, damn. It's shit. Oh, God, God I'm not, damn. I'm, I'm not paying. Bro, I'm not paying. I'm not paying nobody to do no interview. I think Fonte saying that started a big conversation. It's like these artists are gonna start doing that, and and I think he, I know he's talking more so to artists of a higher caliber, but I know it's gonna affect the local area in the underground artists. These niggas is crazy, bro. They 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 is why they still at the bottom because they head they crazy, bro. They crazy, and it's like it's like if my thing is if people with bigger followings get on podcasts for free. And even podcasts that may have less following than them, what's to say about you, my brother? Like, right. And also another thing. Oh, Doom, go ahead, say what you because this I'm 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 about to transition because I've been meaning to talk about this on a podcast. Gotcha. Well, I just I just want to say I don't think these niggas understand how leverage works. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they don't know what that word means. Do you not understand that Joe Rogan's pod will go on whether <laughs> you are on a show or not? Yeah, exactly. He's right. gonna get his hundred million. Exactly. How would he? <laughs> 
You want to be on his shit. Why would he pay you? <laughs> he helping you. Like, that's, that's what that is. No, I agree. But look, I want to talk about this, and I'm not going to say no names, but I think as black people, another thing we struggle with is this crab in the bucket mentality. I think we, and I'm talking about in the space that we are in, the music, entertainment, podcast, there's a lot of talk about diversity and supporting black creators. But the funny thing is, black creators in a position higher than some of the people lower than them never want to help the, uh, help the lower people. And I've experienced that multiple times. That's why, that's why you'll never hear me talk shit about Jason Whitlock. Because as much as niggas want to call Jason Whitlock a coon, he put his hand out to help the young... He a man of his word. He, he wants to help black youth. Yeah, he might say things crazy and say things a certain way. But he still helped people like Josiah Johnson, people like Eddie Gonzalez, people like uh, Brian Edward Hill, people like uh, Chris Broussard. They're men of their words, but they have people who are in the 10,000 follower range to like 50,000 follower range and even to the 5,000 that will stun on you because you have less views than them. But preach, quote unquote, and tweet about, oh, we support black creators. We want to uplift black creators. But it's like. Y'all not y'all say that in public, but y'all doing something totally different in the DMs. Right. Totally different. And I just didn't know if y'all noticed that if that's just me, because I'm I'm out here talking. I, I don't know if that's a universal thing we see, but I, I feel like it's a crab in the bucket mentality where they don't want to pull up someone that is maybe threatening to their position. I'm, I'm I don't want to say no names too, but there's an interview that I have been chasing for a long time. And if he hit me up today. I'm going to tell him to kiss my ass. Same, 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 same. If he hit me up today, I'm telling him to kiss my ass. Same, bro, because it's like when when you have maybe 8,000 followers, and I was was a legitimate fan of yours, and it's like I just want to have a conversation. And then the thing is you'll say, yeah, and then string you along for months, string you along, string you along, and then just be like never respond and ghost you. That's so disrespectful as a content creator. You could have at least have the decency to tell me no, Right, or I'm it busy, just, uh, or be, something. Uh, be upfront with it, and but then go tweet after. Oh, uh, I'm all about black creators, black love. Doing being in the music business, do you see any of this? Yeah, but I, I mean, I think that's just something with black creators. Period. Like, I feel like, especially in the space that we in, people feel like there's like this scarcity situation where if the next nigga eat, that means it's taking something away from me. From my place, right? You know what I mean? And that's honestly not the case because I feel like all it really takes is a few of us to get to that Joe Button, Joe Rogan level, and then we all start helping each other out. Now exactly. we, we run in the whole content space. I agree. You know what I mean? Whether it's music, podcasts, all that shit. Because if we don't keep it a bean, there's a lot of people that are getting like Spotify deals. They teaming up with Apple and HBO. all this shit that... Because this is the Wild Wild West. I, these, people, these companies need content. Right. And I'm saying there's a lot of Black creators that are far more deserving than the people that are in those positions. But they got there because those people, they help each other out. You know yeah, it's I mean? networking. It's not, it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's like when, when, you, when you network, like let's say somebody was to put us on or something that kind of gave us a little boost. I know, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I speak for all of us. We would feel that like, all right, they looked out for me. Now that I leveled up a little bit, 
I got to return a favor. Now you win. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody winning. Shit, and, Doom, before you was in this, before you was in this, not to even cut you off, because I agree with you 2,000%. Before you was on the pod, you could testify to how we move. Anytime Chris got a song, I'm retweeting it. Anytime you got a song, I'm retweeting it. Anytime anybody else who was on this pod that was a guest, I'm retweeting your music because I respect that you helped me along the way. And now that I'm a little bit further along in my career, I'm going to help you. It don't matter. It's like, and, and like I told, and B, you know this from personal experience. Even if you leave, I'm still going to try to fuck with you and help you out no matter what. Because it's like, you, you accomplish more as a group. You accomplish more with sugar than shit. And it's like, bro, we can all help each other out and get to our dreams. And it's like, it's possible. It's, it's, I hate that this, and I know niggas might say, oh, well, Lynn, you don't, you, you don't do this, 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 this. It's like, when, well, bro, look, if you got any advice, I will, I will answer it. But it's like right. certain things I can't do for you. You got to do them yourself. But I will definitely help you as much as I can. And, and and that's a that's a great point because um I was talking to one of my two of my friends in New York right they both rap one of them he's like he does everything in house like he'll he'll have his his little brother is an engineer one of our best friends is a producer um if he want me to you know host it or something like that I'll do that you know and he'll do the whole project by himself I got another friend who feels like he can't do it with us he got to do it on his own they both been rapping since 2012 this is where they at. The same place when they should no progress together. No progress, bro. They got no collab, nothing. Both of they both of they shit like this, and I'm like, bro, y'all realize that if I have this conversation with y'all one more time, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, we're not, I'm not retweeting nothing, I'm not liking nothing. Don't <laughs> ask me to host nothing, bro, because y'all competing with yourselves, and that makes no sense because y'all supposed to be taking each other up, like whatever you yeah. can't do that he can do, y'all should be able to cross paths and take y'all both bro. Of followers and. I, me and Chris talk about this all the time. I want Chris to blow up because if Chris will blow up, that helps all of us. I want Doom to blow up because that helps us. If people, Brooklyn bro. blows up, I want bro, that I've, to happen. And I've been meaning to tell Doom because I've seen his link on his Twitter and I've been listening to his beats and I'm like, yo, this bro is fucking nice, bro. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, these niggas, like, they don't understand, bro. Like, I'm like, bro, if you're not helping each other out, then what are you doing? What are you doing? Exactly. And don't tell me that you that you a creator and you're trying to link with creators, you try to collaborate. You're, you're, you're lying, bro. Yeah, you're just lying on the internet. And 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 I don't I can't speak for white creators because honestly, if I'm being honest, every time I asked a white person for an interview, they either told me no or they said yes. It was never no stringing along or none of that. It wasn't nothing in between. No, and, and that's something that black creators do. They try to be like, oh yeah, they check out your following, and if it's not up to their standards, it's like, oh, maybe, and then like. It's or they'd be like, oh, I'll see. Yeah, Let me check this shit out. It's ridiculous. It's like, uh, it, like I said, if Jason Whitlock, if Chris Broussard, if some of the biggest people in media and entertainment can do it, what's stopping you yeah. besides just you either A, you're threatened by us and you don't want to see us get to the point because you're threatened with your spot, or B, you just a fuck nigga. Like I, I, it, 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 I don't, I don't know, cause it's like, I get if you don't it's have time for it. One. It's mostly the second one. Facts. Like it's, it's like it's I, always a pride thing, bro. It's like when somebody see you doing something. I don't even think most of the time it's about like, oh, this nigga don't have enough followers or his shit not going crazy enough. I think it's more so of 
damn, I like what this nigga doing so much. I can't let my pride admit that I'm a fan. And I don't they want don't my like fans to see it. Yeah, That's a fact, they bro. They don't like, because they look at somebody who's not Joe Rogan and be like, oh, this nigga just like me. You can't, they don't allow themselves to be a fan of somebody that's just like them. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem within our community with this content shit. That's a fact. You can't have that that mentality if you want to progress somewhere. You know what I'm saying? No, I look, you said that beautifully. I agree with everything we said. Anybody got any other final thoughts on anything real quick? I, I think um, I, I just want to, just to put this out there, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to gas nobody or nothing. But I really do think that a lot of dudes are intimidated by Lynn's consistency. Oh, that's mm. a fact. And that's why the crab in the barrel thing, and they just like, he just like me. They don't want to, they don't want to admit that they're like, damn. This nigga Lynn is really doing this shit. And he is consistent at putting out content. He is growing his brand. And look at me, still the same nigga, not doing nothing. Facts. That's that's really it. And that's that's really why some of these dudes be hating, bro. Facts. You bro, you can ask Chris so me and this nigga had this conversation at least two or three times now. Where we'll be talking and I'll be like, bro, how does this nigga Lyndon do it, bro? Like this he nigga. Working, man. He he like you said he consistent this shit gonna drop every week regardless of what happens and people not realizing bro gotta stay up on everything anime bro gotta stay up on everything sports bro gotta stay up on everything movies bro gotta stay up on everything in the culture you know what i mean i'm I'm thinking bro i don't even have time to watch my netflix show that's what i'm saying bro i'm mad far behind on my netflix show like how is he keeping up with everything bro know about it all you know what i'm saying and people people real life intimidated about that because like you said you know how many niggas sitting at their crib like oh i'm gonna start a podcast i'll be dope at that how many and times then i hear that realize it's hours of editing it's that tough. never thought about that's the it's, bro i swear gotta, the, the editing is what kills me the most that's the that's the worst yeah. part and and niggas don't see that side of it when they thinking they about to get into it. You know what I mean? Right. And then they see somebody who's doing what they think is too hard and they get intimidated by that. They you know what I'm saying? Like, and they start hating. They're like, That's damn, true. I want to do that shit and I can't. So fuck this nigga for doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is the wrong mentality. Like, that's fucked up. Why not go and be like, yo, I really want to do what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Let me be involved some way so I can maybe learn some shit to be able to do what you're doing. Now we all eating, you know what I'm saying? But niggas don't think like that. I don't, I don't get that. I appreciate y'all for those kind words. Cause we just, we just work it, man. Like, and that's the thing. Like I just, I, and my advice to everybody out here in the content game, if y'all want to work with us, just hit us up, hit email us. Bros who think at right. outlook.com. We let you know how to hit us up every time. Like, <laughs> every week. I will respond. My DMs, yeah. I'm not one of those people with 30 unread DMs. No, bro. I promise you. You send it, I'm answering. The day you send it, you get the answer from me. If Facts. not that day, the next day, shit. Because it's just like, and, 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 and I just want to say it's like, you could accomplish your goals. And it's just like, there's enough out there for all of us to eat. And it's like, we can support each other. We can lift each other up. And I just want to say that that's just something I'm tired of seeing hypocritical in this entertainment space of black people. And that's all I really got. But uh, Brooklyn, tell the people they can find you at on social media. You can find me at all social medias. 
Well, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at where Brooklyn at. My Facebook, long story. <laughs> but you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at where Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's for marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. We are not trying to get sued. Uh, Doom, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. Hello, Doom, SJ on Instagram and Twitter. 100%. Y'all make sure y'all go follow my brothers, man. And be sure to check out Doom's music, man, on SoundCloud. Lil Doom SJE. He got some fire. Some fire. But with that being said, it's time to get into this week's world premiere from Hastic. The song is called Energy. And right after that, we'll get into Bros Who Ball. But with that being said, let's get into energy right now. This is a world premiere. Premiere. World premiere. Shout out to the guy Hastic, his new song Energy. Go. You already know my you name. Forget about revenge. Young boy Dewitz. Believe me. I can't talk work, over the Kakashi. A lot of guys who feel the way you do. Trust me. For those who follow the path of revenge, it never ends well. Never ends. You'll only tear yourself apart. Tell him Kakashi. Even if you succeed and you get your revenge, what this will you is. Nothing. A bros who think exclusive. Shut up. What makes you think you know anything about it? It's easy for you to talk. You have no idea. Easy. Just try to calm Let's down. Let's go. I'm getting out of my energy. My boy, rebel energy. Perk me up. Tardy. This shit gonna be French the smartest. Real ones can see where y'all is. We know, we know. We putting it out on the target. Look, energy. I'm getting out of my energy. Nah, my boy, rebel energy. Turn me up, torn. Shake the French of the smartest. No one can see where your heart is. Yeah, we know, we know. We putting it out on the target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tattoo, bloody, huh? Red fuck it up. Talk to me next, I'm coming up all in the code of the game. I'll run it up. Execute, I'm doing nothing but execute. Lloyd's and Johnny, she execute. You waiting in line where they let us through. Yeah, yeah, I'm on that new shit. You on that new hit. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Backwards when you keep it low, cause they always gonna be watching. And I don't want any problem, yeah. But you know that I'm a solid. Look, energy, I'm giving nothing but energy. Now I'm gonna show you what touch be. I give it to you, you should remember me. They don't wanna be the enemy. I call them and say what it better be. I'm teaching the boss in this bitch. I buy some sauce on the whip. Energy, monster, kaiju. Shaking me down, IQ. Spike drink, high cue. Make it surprised, but I know. Bodies, homies. Doing it live for profit, dead to upload, they love the murderous content. God, God, that's what they call in the end, yeah. I got a ooze, all of my friends are dead. It's all for the views, but we ain't no news, we see and pretend, yeah. I gotta convince myself this is really just for the fans. I'm getting out of my energy, I'm going rebel Perk me up, tardy, this shit can be fresh the smartest. Real ones can see where y'all is. We know, we know. We putting it out on the target. Look, energy. I'm giving nothing but energy. Nah, my ball rebel energy. Pair me up, toy. Shake it, branch of the smartest. Real ones can see where y'all is. This all right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is time for Bros Who Ball. Want to thank Hastic again for premiering his song on the show, his new song, Energy. It's only on the Bros Who Think podcast right now, and we will let you know when Hastic releases. 
but that was a super dope war premiere. Joining me as always, to my left, Mr. Adam Schubert, and below, joining us back again, Mr. Justin Baptiste. I'll start off with you, Shuby. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing all right. You know, it's um, it's just another week in no sports, just trying yeah. to, to make it through. Um, I watched that Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson nonsense. You actually watched that? Thing, no, I but I watched like a few holes because I was like interested to see what the whole spectacle was about. Didn't um, Tiger win? And Tiger and Peyton? Was there supposed to be a winner? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I saw Tom Brady hit that one shot. Oh yeah, Tom Brady was trash, I heard. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he shouldn't he should be trash because he shouldn't be having lots of reps. True. Yeah, no, because he's always playing football. You're absolutely right. But joining us also this week, Mr. Justin Baptiste. Justin, how are you doing, brother? I've been in good. darkness over there at your house. <laughs> <laughs> I've been good. Uh, like Schubert said, another week with no sports. I've just been watching old games uh right now. Well, uh I watched earlier Kobe, Kobe's 60 point game. Ooh. Watching some Warriors games. So, you know, uh, a couple of old games too. Just know. getting in your vibe. I feel you. After some old Lakers games, catching up on history. See, I, I watched some uh, Magic games as well as some old Kobe Shaq games. Them old Kobe Shaq versus the Sacramento Kings with like Mike Bibby, Jason, uh, Jason Williams. That was some good games. Yeah, those are the best. Those are some of the best games. Low key, one of my favorite teams from that the early two thousands, late nineties, is that Sacramento Chris Weber, Doug Christie, Brad Miller, Paige Stoyankovic, Mike Bibby, and Jason Williams team. I love that team, man. Yeah, they were deep. It's just that they ran into those teams. That they ran into the Lakers. Oh man. They couldn't be. They couldn't have anybody. Chris Weber did not become the the first the star that everybody intended him to be coming out of Michigan. It's just that I mean, Shaq was just so dominant, though, man. True. What you saying, Am I wrong? But was there like a really great series between them in like two thousand or two thousand one? No, like that's what we're talking about. Kings? Yeah, yeah, man. Because that was one of my first ever NBA memories. Same. No, and that's it's so crazy to me now that the Sacramento Kings are nothing. Cause I I used to like the like me being young like you said one of my first movies, I like the colors just, that's what I was about I to say like. I like the purple and black it was just it was dope and that w- that was one of my first basketball memories my other one is them playing Reggie Miller in the Pacers I believe in the finals their first oh, finals oh, they yeah, won yeah that that was yeah Reggie Miller was getting a little bit older yep and they had Jalen Rose and uh Rose. who else was on that team I'm trying to think. But yeah, it was it was definitely the, that team. The first finals that I remember, like you know, the spectacle of the finals that I had to make, that I had to pay attention to, was I think Pistons Lakers. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that was also a good series. Now uh, that was when I was cognizant. That was like okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I know I, like, I know what's going on with basketball. I'm pulling for the Lakers, and that was my first heartbreak watching Chauncey Billup and Rip Hamilton beat him. And my pops was like, "Yes, fuck Kobe and Shaq," and I'm like. That was such a good team, though, that that, that Pistons team. Mm -hmm. It was so well-rounded. They were. Guard, defense. I mean, the Pistons are low-key one of the best basketball franchises in all the NBA. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's just the past 10 years they've been. Yeah. Look at the team that you're wearing their jersey and tell me about their past 10 years. Hey, bro, I'm talking about this D-Rose, baby. 
D Rose was the last hey, great for them. The Pistons, the Pistons got a title before the Bulls did. True, 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 true. I ain't mad at that. But uh, let's talk about the NBA coming back, about the possibilities. I want to ask y'all what y'all think. One of the possibilities I heard is this World Cup uh, multiple, like, group game thing. And then the people who went out of a stage, out of the group stage, goes on to the tournament, which ends up being the playoffs. The group stage game works is to get them to 70 so they can get to their network contracts. Another thing I heard was from Mark Cuban saying, just the top 24 teams and put them in a tournament. No, no matter the conference, just the top 24 teams. That would mean the Pelicans are in the playoffs in both scenarios. That's too uh, many teams. Uh, how do you feel about this? Schubert, well, we'll start with you, then we go to Justin. Well, my main thing is that from what I'm hearing from my friend who knows the strength coach at one of the NBA teams, is they're not talking about me uh, meeting up to come back. I mean, they're talking about next season. So I don't know if the, if it's a done deal or if this is just like the media trying to blow smoke up the fans, but to, you know, get them excited about basketball. Um, but it, for me, I feel like they just need to do 16, either just do it the way that you're supposed to do it with the teams that were already set to make it. Uh, I mean, like, the, it, we're just taking too much time here because at the end of the day, when it hits September, I don't want to be watching basketball. I'm done. <laughs> Well, like, I'm not going to be mad at it either way. My thing is, if you get the top 24 teams, put them in a tournament, that's going to be so much fun. First round, you may get Bucks versus the Trailblazers. You may get the Celtics versus the Pelicans. It'll be some crazy matchups we've never seen, and that's something I'm looking forward to. Justin, how yeah, do you I mean, feel about all this? Honestly, I want to see something. I want to see basketball back. I'll be honest, and I'm down to see some, something different. You know, forever we... Forever, we've always seen, you know, 16 teams in, you know, the normal bracket. You know, it's different times and things are different. So, I want to see something different. I wouldn't mind seeing 24 teams. Like, let's see something different. Why not? And then if it works, you can keep the format. Like, like, like forever, people have been talking about, you know, changing the format. This is the time to try something new. So, I think why not try something new right, right now? I mean, it's kind of like it's still unsafe, but everyone's bringing back sports, you know. Soccer. Yeah, the NHL said they're coming back. Yeah, right. Everything's coming back. So, I mean, it's it's at a time where, you know, bring back, you know, you have to put something on TV. Yeah. So and you got you to gotta fulfill these national – you got to fulfill these uh, TV contracts because if not, then next season the cap's going to drop dramatically. Right. Players want to play. People already watch, watch basketball. So, let's have a different format and get it rolling. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Schubert, how do you feel about what we, what we just said and then hockey coming back? I mean, hockey coming back, they're going to do the 24-team thing. Their, their sport's just so on nail-biting for who makes it to the – like, the gap between the fifth-best team and the tenth-best team is like a game. See, so, I mean, and, I can understand yeah. why they have to do that, but, I mean, like, we're talking about the 26th and the 25th team in the NBA – competing like I don't it's all west that. it's mostly what but see without that the pelicans might not be in the playoffs and, and adam silver's trying I, yeah, to get I mean, Zion in the that. playoffs i, I understand that I, I think that if they want to do this um this group stage thing and have that be the way that you get these teams in there that i'd be more into that yeah, It'd that'd be also, fire. um it, it's just a special circumstance kind of thing I, imagine I, just, I just have a hard time thinking that you're gonna do 
a like a finals or a you know a crown a champion without doing a seven game series or something. Well, that's like. the thing. Okay, so the thing is, if they do, no matter if it's the twenty four or the group stage, the I think they're gonna. Well, no, I think this is more so with the group stage thing. They're gonna give the top eight seeds a buy, and then they're gonna do uh nine through the rest that'll be in the group stage. They'll play in the group stages. And then the winners of those go and match up with the top eight, and then you do the seven game series. We need something know. different. I want to see something different. I'm cool with because imagine if a group stage is the Pelicans, the uh, the Celtics, the Grizzlies, and like the Bucks. Who and comes Pelicans, out of that? And the Pelicans, they can definitely upset somebody. That's what I'm saying. Like this. They have the team to upset somebody. I really feel like this team... I am hyped, man. If the Pelicans make it in, I think we at least win in a round. Definitely a possibility. Depends on the format. De- definitely depends if, on the format. I mean, if you if you got a group of five and two make it, I don't know the Pelicans. It just depends. It, it depends, depends on, on who's who, in the group. On who you get, how you get seated. Like, as long as my thing if is... It's like as long as the Pelicans don't have to play Grizzlies the Lakers, the Mavericks. Clippers... See, I'm I'm okay as long as the Pelicans don't have to play Lakers, Clippers, Bucks. If it's not those three teams, I think they could win. Yeah, like You're I think they yourself. could beat. Damn. I think they could beat the Rockets. I think they could beat uh, OKC because it just depends, man. Like it's not a seven game series; it might be like two games. Yeah, and the group stage it would be two games per team. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think the Pelicans can get two of them games, depending on who's in their group. But we will keep you guys up to date. Let's get to our NBA redraft. This this week, we're redrafting the 2016 draft. Schubert has the first pick. Uh, Justin has the second pick, and I have the third. So, Schubert, start us off. This is the Ben Simmons draft. Are you keeping Ben Simmons at one? Well, the difficulty here is that I hate Ben Simmons. Mm. <laughs> so I, guess I mean, I, I, I don't – and I wouldn't want him on my team. Mm, so what you gonna do uh, for Philly to pair with uh, take, Joel Embiid? I mean, I guess you would take the All Star, and you would take Brandon Ingram. I mean, who else is an All Star? Simmons is an All Star. Well, I'm not taking Simmons. Oh, Pascal Siakam's an All Star. You going Bra- you going be Brandon Ingram? That's not bad because Brandon Ingram as a scorer. With this, Joel Embiid I, might work a lot, a little better than Ben Simmons. And then at this time, they wouldn't have to do the um, the Jimmy Butler thing. They could have maybe make a different move. Get a point guard. Yeah. Now nah, I'm not mad at. It. So all right, Brandon Ingram, number one. All right, uh, Justin, for you, the Los Angeles Lakers. Who are you going with for number two? Siakam. Over Ben Simmons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Siakam, why? Siakam, why? Why not? <laughs> this guy is a is a animal. He's a freaking nature. I mean, Ben Simmons is, is good too, but let I'm me like, pose a question: Does Siakam get because we saw the the development of Brandon Ingram get stunted in Los Angeles? Does Siakam become the Siakam we know with that terrible youth development in the Lakers organization? I want to say yes. Mm, okay, okay. I don't want to doubt him, so I'm I'm just keep it safe. Stay on, I'll just stay on the safe side and say yes. But the way Siakam has grown in the NBA is tremendous. Uh, he's a he's a he's a talented player and he can play. So right now, 
I'll pick him over Ben Simmons. Crazy. Two upset picks. Brandon Ingram goes one. Pascal Siakam. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just mad at Brent, that Ben Simmons still does not have a jump shot. I get it. I'm not mad at that. Movement, man. He just hasn't improved. But from 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 from, from like shooting wise, he's a good player. He just needs to develop a better jump shot. Argue. All right. Well, for me with number three, Boston Celtics on the clock. I'm gonna take Ben Simmons because. Ben Simmons, you you don't see a talent like him come around every so often. And then if you get him in Boston, you don't have to get a player like Kyrie. You can build a different team with Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Al Horford. That team would be very fun to watch. I think that team would be a winning team, and I'm very interested in that. I'm going Ben Simmons at number three. All right, Schubert, who you got? Number four, you're on the clock with the Phoenix Suns. What trash pick do the Suns make this time? Dragon Ben. Dragon. <laughs> oh my God. What what were they thinking? Clowning. Uh, um, anyway, I'm looking at their team. They could literally use anybody but shooting guard, which makes it difficult because the best player available is a shooting guard. Um so I think I'm gonna go with Malcolm Brogdon. What? Okay. Okay. I'm mad at that. Put Brogdon up there with Devin Booker. Now you have a, a point guard finally that this team needs. I'm not mad at that pick. All right, Malcolm Brogdon. And he's a solid, solid player. He we saw him in the Bucks. He changed the he's the reason why the Pacers were making it into the playoffs without uh Victor Oladipo. It was really Brogdon and, and Sabonis who carried the load. I'm not mad at that pick. All right. Justin, you're on the clock. Minnesota Timberwolves, pick number five. They chose Chris Dunn. Are you sticking with it? No, sir. I'm going with Jamal Murray. <laughs> Jamal Murray. All right. Yeah. Jacking my pick, but I ain't mad at it. I had to. Jamal Murray's a solid point guard, a shooter. He would pair well with Carl Anthony Towns. That way they, ooh, now they might not have to get D'Angelo Russell, or they can get D'Angelo and run a Jamal Murray, D'Angelo Russell backcourt. So either way, it works out. All right, I'm on the clock with the Pelicans. The Pelicans took Buddy Heald at this point. I was going to take Jamal Murray. But because he's gone, I think I'm going to take the best player available, which is Jalen Brown. And having Jalen Brown on the Pelicans with a small forward, and you have Jalen Brown, Anthony Davis, and Drew Holiday, super solid. And if you do trade uh, Anthony Davis to the Lakers, who has uh, Pascal Siakam, we can maybe get Pascal Siakam, Lonzo Ball to pair with Jalen Brown and Zion and have a Crazy, crazy team, but I'm going Jalen Brown for the Pelicans at number six. All right, Schubert, it's back to you. Denver Nuggets, pick number seven. Uh, that they got Murray here. I'm gonna go with a point guard that has really kind of made a name for himself now that he has the ring and their team is still good. Fred Van Vliet. Ooh, solid. Okay, I like this pick. I thought you were gonna go with your boy Ron Baker. <laughs> Ron Baker. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. All right. I'm not mad at it. Fred Van Vliet, undrafted, probably the best undrafted player in this draft. I'm trying to see because this is the one with Daniel House, Derek Jones Jr., uh, Alex Caruso, Ryan Arkey, Deanne Cano, uh, Ron Baker. So I like that pick of Fred Van Vliet. Super solid for the Denver Nuggets. All right, Justin, you are on the clock. With the Sacramento Kings. I'm going to go with Sabonis. 
God, Justin, bro, stop taking my fucking picks before you pick, bro. Jesus. All right, Sabonis. I'm not mad at that. Sabonis is a great player. He is. Real good player. And But, man, I don't want him to go to Sacramento. Sacramento is just... They need something, man. They do. Oh, they always need something. Yeah, they definitely do. All right, well, pick number nine is me, the Toronto Raptors. They chose Jacob Pirtle, but I'm not taking Pirtle. I'm going to give them a guard that I think could really add some scoring and really go well with uh, a Kawhi Leonard. And I think uh, paired with these two, maybe Kawhi stays. Uh, I'm going Karis LeVert. Hmm. Karis LeVert from the Nets. I think I think he's probably the best player available on the board at the time with uh with our with my boy Sabonis gone, Brogdon gone, and Van Vliet. I'm going Karis LeVert for the Toronto Raptors. All right, Schubert, you're on the clock, Milwaukee Bucks. My Milwaukee Bucks, they took Thonmaker and Malcolm Brogdon in this draft. So I could match up with the Malcolm Brogdon pick here and give them another shooting guard or you know another guard in general um yeah that that's what i'm gonna do here i'm gonna give them buddy healed oh i forgot buddy was still on the board <laughs> all right solid i'm not mad at that buddy's been balling all right justin you are on the clock with the orlando magic okay I think I'm gonna go with uh, Malik Be- Malik Beasley from Florida State. Thank God, because they don't need another power forward center yeah. type play. They need Malik Beasley. He's he's been pretty good for the Nuggets. Yeah, he has. He just he, he's underperformed. People thought he was gonna grow into maybe being a starter. He's been trapped in that role player vibe, but he works well with Orlando, and I'm not mad at that. All right, Utah. This they trade this pick to Atlanta Hawks. So I'm picking for the Atlanta Hawks. Actually, if if I'm being honest, I think Atlanta made the right pick here with Torian Prince. So I'm going Torian Prince. Yeah, that was a name that I was thinking about picking. Yeah, I, th- I think they I think they actually went with the right person there. So there's only like a couple other guys that I see that I would maybe you know pick over him, but I think they're better suited for other teams. And with that being said, I think you might have to make this pick next with the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings. Hmm. The thing about them is that they were pretty stacked at point guard at the time, and that kind of takes away from who I would have wanted to take. Mm. Um, no shooting guards. Tyreek Evans. Hmm. DeMarcus Cousins. They picked up Scal in this draft at some point. Yeah. And they, uh, they need a shooting guard. They really do. Um, How about... How about... Ooh. <laughs> not a lot of options here. <laughs> Ron Baker. <laughs> no, dude, no. <laughs> ah, dude, those are all point guards. Dorian Finney-Smith. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I see okay. a guy. I see a guy. He he's not a point guard. He's a shooting guard for for uh San Antonio. Don't be confused by the point guard. Oh, and really? I'm, I thought he was a point guard. And I'm not talking about DeJounte Murray. Oh. Pfft. 
Oh man. Um I'm talking about Brent what, Forbes. Brent Forbes is in this draft? Yeah, he went undrafted. Oh man, well he's a pretty solid player. How's he Jake, not even? Or Jake Lehman. Jake Lehman. Oh God. <laughs> Jake Lehman. Or Patrick McCall. I'm giving you all the shooting guards. That's what I was. I mean, Patrick McCall was the name that I was thinking of. I like I like Brent Forbes more than Patrick McCall. Me personally. That's but. what I'm saying. I'm I'm wondering why Brent Forbes didn't make it onto the redrafts that I'm seeing because Brent Forbes is a solid, solid player. Yeah, solid. I mean, we're and he went to players. Michigan State. We're picking right. role players at this point, so I mean, shit. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so you going Forbes. Bryn Forbes? All right, cool. Yeah. Bryn Forbes to the Sacramento Kings at pick thirteen. All right, uh, Justin, you got the Chicago Bulls at pick fourteen. Oh, the Dejounte Murray. Solid. That's yeah. And then, you gotta go with him. Yeah, that's the best player available. I and I have the last play, last pick with. The Denver Nuggets, they took Juan Hernan Gomez. They took a small forward, power forward type guy. Um, hmm. DeAndre Bimbry's still available, but he's not that, you know, he's not that great. Uh, Zubox is still available, who I do like. Um, McCall, like we said, but I don't, I don't really like McCall that much. Bro, I think I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm still there. Huh? Don Maker still inside there, still in the draft. I don't like Don Maker, bro. Probably best best guy available. I don't think so. I I think it's someone else. Me personally, I think I'm gonna go with uh, yeah, I think I'm going Jake Layman. Jake Layman has shown that he's a solid role player. He can knock down the three ball. You add shooting to that Rockets team, which needs shooting, and he's a quality role player. Because they ended up taking someone undrafted from this draft anyway with Daniel House. And I think Layman's more of a, a contributor than House. So I'm going Jake Layman for the uh actually no, I lie. I'm changing that. I'm going Denzel Valentine for the uh for the Houston Rockets. Yeah, so my pick right. is Denzel Valentine. Oh, actually he's going to the Nuggets, yeah. but still Denzel Valentine, the final pick. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the Michigan State guy. Sorry, Jake Lehman. You almost got chosen. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's it, man. Yeah, that's a that's a draft shooter, unless you want to do pick 16 for for uh Boston. Yeah, I mean, I was probably gonna pick Thon Maker or Zubot. So, yeah, I would go Zubot me personally over Thon. Thon hasn't proven himself in the in the league, man. Yeah, he, he's been up up and down. And I've been wanting him to succeed because he played for Country Day in Louisiana. Sure did. Yeah, Justin, you remember That's that? I seen that dude, man. I was like, who <laughs> is this guy? Just all skinny. He was so young, too. That's the thing. So young, man. Like, he walked in the gym. Everyone was just, like, looking at him. Like, who, who is, is this guy? Yeah. Every- <laughs> and he balled. Like, he was at the uh, Sunkiss shootout, I think, my Well, who did he play? Year. If he played for Country Day, you know, what little, like, you know, five, nine white boys was he playing against? Oh, like he was playing against like he, but no, he played against a bunch of five A teams. When I seen him, like he didn't even play at the Sunkist tournament the year that I was playing. I want to see him play, but he just I don't know. He he was just sitting out. Maybe that was his first year there. Yeah, I, I think that was, and because that was the year Ricardo Gathers was there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mhm. Another uh, animal. 
Me and Justin played against some ballers. Ricardo might, probably should have stayed in the NBA instead of try to, instead of going to the NFL because the, <laughs> the Cowboys not really working for Ricardo. <laughs> yeah, he used to just dunk on everybody in high school. Just he was big, of course. And I had to guard Ricardo Gathers. Now imagine that six nine Ricardo Gathers going up against Lyndon at six foot. <laughs> That's how you know I was a fucking baller. That's how you know shit. What God was the stat line? Is that line AAU? All right, because I'm not talking about uh, school league. Because school league it was just me and JJ versus the world. But in AAU, I held his ass to a solid 12 points in 10 Ooh. rebounds. Oh, just a double double. A small double double. Shoot, but this dude averaged like 20 something points. In the way, in the first quarter or throughout the whole dude, game? whole game, Justin. <laughs> whole motherfucking game, nigga. Don't come. Don't come for my stat lines. <laughs> Shit, I was a baller. I I could beat your ass in a one on one. I laugh, nigga. It's true. You can't handle this in the paint. I back your ass down and hit you with the dirt fadeaway. Lennon, I'm I'm bound to play one on one. Oh, we can record it too. Shuba can come and record. That'd be content. Hey, whenever. All right, real shit. Everybody who's watching this, let us know in the YouTube comments. Let us know. Tweet at us who you think would win, Justin. Or myself, I was a hooper, certified. Justin was I. <laughs> last time, last time Lennon touched a basketball was probably years, and Justin probably touched one last week. False. Yeah, I played today. basketball. False. I played basketball like um two months ago. <laughs> two months ago. All I need, real shit. All I need is two weeks to get my body right. And get back in the vibes, and I'll whoop Justin ass on week three. <laughs> give me two just weeks. A, with- just a small training camp. Just a small training camp, just to get me right. Just to get me back in my vibe. Huh. I'll train you, all right? Perfect form. I'll, I'll train you and then beat you, all right? I'm not training with you. What's wrong with you? I'm training by myself. Uh, perfect form. My jumper was way better than yours, Justin, with your left-handed shot. This guy's going crazy right now. Shout out to shout, shout out to Tyler Shasson. He remember our battles in the low post. <laughs> T, T remember we used to battle. It was a battle down there. It was a big man battle. True facts. Hell yeah, right. but that's all the time we got today. We was just shooting the shit, doing our redraft. Uh, Justin, tell the people they can find you out on social media. Yo, you guys can find me. Uh, my handle name is Justin Baptiste twenty two. I'm on Twitter, and Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, also, I write for about uh, for TrazerMays.com hoop site so follow that check that out new contents on the way so be on be, be, so be on the lookout yeah man if you're if y'all if y'all want to know what's going to be going on for the nba draft justin has y'all covered he's done oh, articles on like all the players i read them so be sure whenever it happens trays and lays all right super tell the people they can find you at, on social media uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hubert 14 and you can listen to the Bros Who Binge podcast. Last week, we reviewed Capone, some episodes of Avatar, The Last Airbender. And we talked about the Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah, the Snyder Cut. Did you see the new picture on Twitter that he posted? No, I don't I don't, follow, I don't look at Zack Snyder's pics. Well, All he, he was like, because today was like the release of HBO Max. He was like, coming soon to HBO Max. And it was a picture of Darkseid and... Oh, All that bullshit. But Henry Cavill is coming back as Superman. That was announced today. So we oh, will talk well. about we'll talk about that next week. But uh you can follow me at LinBWT, follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Be sure to check out the most recent episode of hashtag anime talk 
which by the time you guys hear this is out now. Be sure to check out Bros Who Binge, like Schubert said. Be sure to check out Justin's blog, uh, TraysandLays.com. But uh, yeah, man, thank you guys for everybody who listened. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us a comment, a like, a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And remember to subscribe to YouTube. We really, really appreciate it. We're not asking you guys for a to pay us for some Patreon. We're not at that point yet. All we want from you guys is to subscribe, 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 and that would really make our day. But for Justin, for Schubert, for Brooklyn, for Doom, my name is Lyndon. You guys have an amazing weekend. Stay safe because Corona is still out there. But we'll talk to you guys next Thursday. Until then, yeah, here we go. I need a free. She keep it tight like it's rallies. She good as fuck at any time like it's rallies. Whenever I come over, we don't make it past the sofa She don't like to waste no time, Miss Pretty Pink, oh my I need a freak, she keep me tight like it's rallies She good as fuck at any time, like it's rallies Whenever I come over, we don't make it past the sofa She don't like to waste no time, Miss Pretty Pink, oh my Miss Pretty Pink, love your physique, what can I do to make you leave with me? Want me a bitch, bougie and bad Back at my exes and left She don't want love, just wanna fuck Bitch, I'm a remedy like I'm the bus Talking Jerome, back in LA It's whatever you say when I'm off the do, sir Because I need it, man. If I break you off one time, you